you sound so good. It's crazy. Oh my god, this mic makes all the difference. If I end up traveling a lot for this Call of Duty show, I'm gonna have to bring this thing with me. Yeah. It's so much better. How much, I was, how much is that mic? Like a hundred bucks? It was one twenty, which is totally worth it. Yeah. I think it's totally worth it. Yeah, I got I got this thing that I bought on Amazon for like thirty five. I figured I'll use this for now. Yeah, it's not bad. Especially, I think it's smart to talk away from it because when you talk yeah. close to it, you pop like crazy. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, everybody, turn I'll, down uh, your volumes. Now turn it back up. <laughs> I'll uh, keep my distance. Yeah, dude. Um, so I guess we'll hope to see Joe Clark City tonight, who's stuck in traffic on his way back from San Diego. Yeah. My God. We're on episode four. How about that? Just like that, four episodes in. Four, four, four. I'm going to call Marissa. I'm going to have her join our convo in a second. But first, we should talk about Shayna Baszler biting Becky Lynch's neck. Let's just get that done. Boy, I'm a vampire. Dude, I mean. Welcome to Shayna Baszler. Fantastic. I, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved it. They needed to keep doing but, that kind of stuff. And then Becky driving herself to the hospital. I mean, that is just craptastic beyond belief. I love it. I'll never understand in storyline how she's able to do that and then come back with an emergency vehicle and not get arrested. Yeah, I know. I know. All the logistics are out the window. Yeah, like there's that one time where Roman just got handcuffed randomly. Like they just like had like like U.S. Marshals arrest him. But yet she steals an ambulance and And nothing. Who cares? It's fine. It's not a big deal. Knock down some EMTs. No big whoops. it's their rules, and we play by them. Oh, so good. It's so good. Um, but I'm excited. I, I mean, I hope that means Shayna Becky for WrestleMania, because that would be fucking awesome. All in. I'm all in. That A lot of yeah. people are saying that was Shayna's Raw debut. She's fully on the Raw roster now. I hope so. I, I mean, do, too. There's nothing left for her to do in NXT. She was, like, an incredible champion. Yeah. She kicked everybody's ass. I don't want her to see the, like I don't want her to just beat the crop of new people because then you don't have anyone else to build up because, like, yeah. they got to build up some people. You got to build up some people. And she had a great run in NXT. She put some people oh, over, but also all the way through was totally badass. Um, What else happened on Raw? Um, I mean, more of the, like, sor- will they, won't they with uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Yeah, right. I really hope that Bianca Belair wins that title on Sunday. Is it Sunday? Sunday. They're doing a takeover on Sunday because there's no WWE pay-per-view. Right. Exactly. It's so weird. It's but you so know what? Weird. I'm I'm excited. I like takeovers. Yeah. I don't I'm totally know it. the card, but yeah, it'll be great regardless. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be I'm so good. I'm curious to see if they like just completely wipe the slate clean of Undisputed Era with titles or if they're going to be like... Adam Cole's going to keep it, but the other guys are going to lose it. Like, you can't let the Broser weights lose that match. No, I am curious what they're going to do with that. Yeah, it's like, are they hitting the reset button with Undisputed Era? Do you think that they're going to go to the main roster, or do you think they're going to stick around NXT for a while? I don't know. I mean, when they moved that show to USA, they kind of threw all that shit out of the window. Of like, will they go up? It's like, they're, it's not even up anymore. It's just like, oh, they're just going to be in front of more people and seen by more eyes. But they're at the, basically the same level now. I mean, the scheme of things, it still feels like it, on the Wednesday nights, AEW feels like the bigger show because it has the audience. Yeah. I don't even care if they're in a small venue with like 8,000 people. It still feels more legit than NXT because NXT is in front of like, what, like 800 people, 1,000 maybe? Well, with that transition, I feel like we can we can keep mentioning NXT and other shows, but we should get Marissa in here because she was a trooper and watched all of Dynamite. Oh, yeah, there you go. And um, I think it's ready to, 
to talk about it. We can go through Dynamite. I'm glad you watched it because I think that's going to be the heavy focus of this week. Uh, she's such a trooper about this. I didn't get the video. I didn't get Dynamite to her until late last night. <clears throat> but I through that process, I learned so much about how OBS works and desktop capture and audio this and audio that. So. Oh, cool. I think it's paying off already. I'm just going to, I'm like so. Paying dividends. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can get Marissa Betancourt in here. And then hopefully we'll get a. Betancourt. Yeah. Marissa, are you there? Yes. Can you guys hear me? Ooh, we can hear you loud and clear. You sound great, actually. Hey, oh, you guys sound great, too. I made it. And I've got my bottle of wine ready to go. So. Nice. Cheers. Doing good. Cheers. Drinking a little. I wine and dine with oh, kings yeah. and queens. What's that? What are you sipping, Kevin? I, I'm uh, I'm sipping rum. Who does that? <laughs> I haven't sipped <laughs> rum. It's the only thing Straight that was in the pantry. Yeah, it was the only thing in the pantry. Well, rum on ice. Ugh. Yeah, is that nasty? That's nasty. Yeah, that's not good. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> All right. But uh, should I be drinking too? I feel weird not having yes. alcohol. Yeah, go grab a Bevmo. Okay, you guys, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm going to go grab some of you guys start talking. Now. It is. Yeah, so how you doing? We've had a hell of a 24 hours, haven't we? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, very enlightening. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've been studying. Like, I'm back to school doing my homework. You're making bullet and points. Trying to, yep, yep. Trying to understand what the hell is going on. Yeah. Um, but very entertained by all of it. I love it. You did jump in the deep end, so that'll be interesting to hear. Did I? Yeah, totally. Uh, but that's so excited. Yeah, but that's why it's good because AEW started last year. So, did you recognize some bar wrestling characters? I did. I did. Little Luchasaurus up in there. Little Luch, he was up in there. Little Jungle Boy. Yeah. No, all all my faves. Except for Joey Ryan, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I missed him. I he's missed on a, him. He's on another wrestling show, but we can get into that. There's literally so much pro wrestling on every single week. It's it's a blessing and a curse, for lack of a better term, because there's so much on what, it. Where can you find it? I mean, this one was TNT, but like, yeah. where else? You got, so if you watch Sunday through Sunday, what are you drinking over there? A little bit of the bubbly? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> this podcast has been sponsored by Bubbly. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Honey Jack Daniels. Oh, oh, Honey Jack. Well done on the Honey Jack. Um, so let's break it down for Marissa Harry. If we watched wrestling Sunday to Sunday, what could we see? You'd see Monday okay. Night Raw. Okay, this is without right. a pay-per-view. With no pay-per-views for oh. the week. We're talking about no pay-per-views? Okay, so you got... Straight up, I'm a regular person looking for wrestling. Yeah. Where do I go? Yeah. So Monday Night Raw, you got on on Monday, which is three hours. On USA Network. Tuesday night, is that NWA Power? Yes. Okay, so that's what, two hours? Yes. Uh, One hour. Okay. One hour, but you then also hour. you have AEW Dark. AEW Dark, which is the matches that were not televised, but they now on youtube then you have wednesday night you have two hours of nxt on usa or two hours of AEW on tnt we're both or both which is four hours is great and then is there anything on thursdays um i think impacts on thursdays which is what joey ryan's on that's that's two hours so we're at 11 hours by thursday (laughs) friday is two hours of friday night smackdown and then also 205 live out an hour right an hour Okay. 
So that's 14 hours of wrestling just for weekdays if you wanted to watch all those shows. How insane is Do that? Do you guys watch all of them? Do you No, no, no. I mean, I, I tried one week where that's like I would hit every single program, and it's just you can't keep up with that. It's insane. There's people out there that do, right? Absolutely, oh, for sure, no doubt about people it. People who have like podcasts like this, but always, but like recap everything, they'll go full in. But like I can't, I, I don't. Nobody has. To, if you if you like watching other television outside of wrestling, there's no time for all the other shows. Well, that's just it. It's like I like movies, I like other TV shows, and I, you know, when I. Spent that week of just watching all things wrestling. It's you don't have time yeah. for any of that. Yeah, during like SummerSlam and WrestleMania week, you can wind up watching like twenty hours, and because each of the pay per views themselves is like five or six hours, then you have an NXT Takeover, which is like four hours. So that's yeah, and most of that is WWE, but then there's also these other little companies that spring out. So I had you watch AEW, yeah. Marissa, because it's a newer company. And I figured it would be a good way for you to kind of like dip your toe in because you'd recognize some bar wrestling folk in there. Speaking of, do you yeah. remember? Do you guys remember each other? You guys met at bar wrestling. Yeah, but there was yeah. shenanigans yeah, there. Yeah, Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> Are you guys going to the next one in March? It's in March. We should definitely try. Yeah. We should definitely try. I think I'm going to be out of town, but it looks like a fun one. Are you? Shoot. Yeah. They're doing one in like Pomona. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm not driving to Pomona. Yeah. Like <laughs> that. Downtown LA or bust. Yeah, no, for real. The like, bootleg is a fantastic venue for wrestling. It's incredible. Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like there's ventilation, there's air conditioning, there's good sound equipment. Like who knew that you could have indie wrestling in a venue that doesn't make it 105 degrees? Mm, there's there's definitely some swampiness going on in there, though. Absolutely. There's... Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a it, musk, you know. It's hard to avoid, but like, imagine being like twice as bad. Like, I'm all for like PWG. People are like, let's go to Reseda to go to this VFW hall, and I'm like, but I'd rather do it at the Globe, where like they're prepared to have like a big group of people for a show. Yeah, but for sure, AEW is like fancy oh, yeah. schmancy wrestling now. It's like bar wrestling with a big old budget. It's- kind of how i see it so what'd you think your first episode your first this is your first full length wrestling episode for anything right yeah yes 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 i mean since god what were the days of you know hulk hogan those days like Mm -hmm. you know i remember sitting watching that with my brothers when i was what five six years old so this is the first time i've sat down to watch a true show are they called shows what are they called yeah I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shows. Productions. Yeah. Show. Productions. I would I would say show. For it's like a t- it is yeah. a TV show. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just a live TV show that you get every single week in a different town. It's like pretty unbelievable. There's no other show like it. No, I liked it. I mean, it was like bar wrestling on steroids with better lighting and more glitz and glam. I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in an actual yeah, for arena. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just can't believe the fans that were there. There's so many fucking people. Yeah, and that's, where did they film that? That's a small arena too. I think this week they were in. I think they were in Austin. I think they were in Austin. Yeah, because I was in Texas when they were there, and I was like, "Oh, AEW's in town," but they're they're still three hours away. But yeah, you so... can't read the shirt because it's backwards, but it literally oh, says wait. Austin. No, it's it's oh, yeah. it's front no, for I us. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, it's in like the old school Batman font too. Yeah, I got it in, in Austin for the four hours I was there on my last. Oh, that's when we a, went for Christmas. That's a solid merch purse for four hours. Four hour Christmas trip. Wow. Well, I mean, we were in a different part of Texas, and then we like stayed the night in Austin before we had to leave. I had eaten such like heavy food the day before that the smell of barbecue is making me sick, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in Austin. I really want to eat barbecue, but I like need a salad or I'm gonna die." <laughs> we're gonna bad. turn this entire podcast into you talking about how you get sick on food yeah. and sick at wrestling <laughs> what else do you get sick on let's let's talk about it that should be a reoccurring theme and probably yeah. already is yeah. <laughs> harry's rant corner yeah. it's more what like harry's rant stomach this week harry's rant uh. avenues Cause you just keep on, keep on going. <laughs> okay, Kev, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to AEW. Yeah. So you watched the whole thing. Did you watch that last clip I sent you too? I don't think I got that. I did the okay, YouTube good. clip. So, and who was the the sweaty guy that came out? Yeah. So you actually saw a pretty deep. big episode. You saw. Oh yeah. The debut of this guy Jeff Cobb, who was wrestling in the Indies for a long time, kind of made a big name for himself. Not being in any corporate wrestling show, but I my actually, birthday buddy. Oh, he is. You guys birthday. Yeah, he's plans? born on Seven uh, Eleven. How about that? Well, it's also my parents' anniversary, so look at that connection nice. all around. Look at that free Slurpee day. Yep, <laughs> they planned it that way. Happy anniversary to Bill and Joan. Yep. Wow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll but, appreciate it. Please tell me they get free Slurpees on their anniversary. Yeah, every year. Yeah, they served <laughs> Slurpees at their wedding. In fact, it was a whole thing. <laughs> they Big went, Slurpee fans. They went all in on the gimmick. Shit, where were we going? Yeah, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know much about him, but he's independent wrestling. I love is that like guy. You can probably figure it out, Maris, where it's like you become a pro wrestler, you go to school, you get trained, and then you travel to Indies, the independents, and you can kind of make a name for yourself on that circuit. And from there, you can get picked up onto a bigger platform, TV show. Wait, so making... they go to a school? Yeah. Like wrestling school. What's it called? Is there one? There's all different kinds. Like there's all, it's kind of like colleges, you know, there's different colleges everywhere. There's like up, there's a few pro wrestling schools in LA. You can go to, there's a lot of pro wrestlers, successful pro wrestlers that start their own school as just kind of like side business. Um, Santino brothers is the big one out here. Yeah. I think a lot of bar wrestling guys went there, guys and gals. Um, but yeah, you learn how to fall. You learn how to tell a story you learn how to do the moves you know it's like kind of like uh it's kind of a cool thing in general i tried it i did uh what was it called all pro wrestling uh when i was going to dvc in the bay Mm -hmm. oh wow i didn't know that yeah it was so hard and i probably should have stuck with it but i don't know i think well i took a bad bump and then hurt my neck and then i was like kind of a wuss about it so oh man that was wrestling like wrestling school dropout i know yeah you're right that was kind of like 19 <laughs> <laughs> that was 18 19 year old kevin that just wanted to drink holy crap and like not apply myself to anything which is pretty similar to now actually <laughs> oh who's sneezing over there so oh that's my I fiance was... sorry bless you olivia uh, bless you. tell her to pipe down <laughs> <laughs> But it's a pretty fascinating process. And with all the schools out there and with all the independent circuits you can go to and the different TV shows you can go to, I think wrestling's never been bigger. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that, Harrison? 
Yeah, it's at like a crazy level because it's just becoming part of like the zeitgeist. Like it's like it is crossing that threshold to mainstream. It's kind of always been big, but now it's I don't know. You just see it like advertised during the Super Bowl. We saw it on the Super Bowl, Maris. There was a commercial for SmackDown. The Rock introduced one of the teams, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. And then Ric Flair was in a commercial for hummus. Yeah. Oh, that was so awesome. That was so great. That was a Super Bowl highlight for me. I think more and more wrestlers are kind of making their way into pop culture like i mean the rock is the best example but like john cena's in fast nine which is crazy oh yeah he's just on another level do you think that there's an increase in interest in wrestling since the rock days like i feel like there was maybe a dip in terms of pop culture who's talking about wrestling who cares about wrestling like absolutely and then it just came back all of a sudden yeah, I think 2013, 2014, kind of at the height of Daniel Bryan is kind of when things made that upswing. But like in between like 04 and 2012, no one really gave a shit. Yeah, it's definitely on the upswing for sure. A lot of people were sick of WWE just being the big one, you know, the big company. And they have a certain mm-hmm. style. They're very corporate. They're very kind of Disney in the way they present things a lot of times. So yeah, AEW... they cast a very wide net. They try to appeal to everybody. So the people who, like us don't like a lot of the stuff because a lot of the stuff appeals to children because children get their parents to buy them. Mm-hmm. So well, they all got their own reality shows for yeah. every different wrestler. Yeah, they've done a great job at expanding their audience for sure. Total Divas has brought in a whole new crop of people that would have never known oh, wrestling yeah. is by far. I mean, one of those sisters lives down the street from me. I see her walk by all the time. I would have never known who the hell she was. One of the Bellas does? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. She was in Studio City, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's probably awesome. Nikki. I think the, the yes, who dated John Cena, that one. Yeah. 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 And now they're both pregnant. Gonna have some Bella babies. My God. And then they'll crank out another reality show. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Total yeah. Baby. Bella, did, you ever Bella watch, Baby. did you ever watch Total Divas or Total Bellas? Maris? Yeah, probably the first season. What was it on E? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was interesting. I really liked it. Yeah, it's fun. It was cool to see them kind of behind the scenes and like what goes into the training. And yeah, they're pretty badass. It definitely bridged the gap with a lot of people because my buddy Andrew, his wife, hated wrestling. She hated when we watched it and didn't want anything to do with it, but she loved reality shows. So when Total Divas came around, all of a sudden she started following that. After the first season, she knew what NXT was. She knew you know, she knew what Monday Night Raw was and the, some of the wrestlers there. So it's like genius on WWE's part to do that. But oh, yeah. But So they've done a lot of amazing things to bridge the gap for pro wrestling to kind of cross that that bridge into mainstream but they also do have a very disney not as creative very micromanage the characters and where the direction goes rinse and repeat process so that's kind of where mm-hmm. aew thrived into its own huge company they're a owner of the who is it jacksonville jaguars the nfl team? yeah 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 he's uh... a huge wrestling fan so he invested in this company and Tony Khan. Tony Khan. He's giving wrestlers a lot more creative platform. You can you can tell just by the way they interact. But I also think the WWE is seeing that, and then they're incorporating their own spin on that because of competition. But this is the first time they've had big competition in like 20 years. I was really impressed that 
they had the first trans wrestler on. That was yeah. pretty cool. That feels oh, yeah. like something WWE wouldn't do. Totally. Yeah, we have yet to see that. Uh, Nyla Rose became women's champion. You actually saw you got you saw a good episode because they had the first women's title uh, change hands in AEW history. That was a good. That was that was a good match too. That was like a yeah. classic David Goliath kind of match. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that title needed to come off Rio though. Nobody liked Rio really. Oh yeah. What did you think? Why of Rio? doesn't anyone like her? I liked her. I thought she was a cute little spunky gal. You know. I just think like they didn't really do anything with it and then she disappeared for a while so it was kind of irrelevant there there were so many other people who should have been that first because nobody else will ever get to be the first they don't have a woman chris jericho yet though yeah they their, need, their they women's division like needs a, some work they need like a taya valkyrie who we've yeah. seen at bar wrestling do you remember Taya mm-hmm. Valkyrie? She came out with her Pomeranian at bar wrestling. No, I missed that one. Oh, what the hell? Dang it. Ugh, yeah, I would have yeah. lost it. Yeah, she came out. She had her Pomeranian walk her out, and it was fantastic. Ugh, yeah. I mean, she's my favorite just yeah. already. I love her. Yeah, but I get it. I get why they put the title on Rio first. It, it you know, we know who she yeah. is. Oh, yeah, there she is. You've seen oh, her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, nice. I've never seen her walk out with a Pomeranian, though, but she's banging. Yeah. She's got it going on. Yeah. Little Presley, I think, is the name of the dog. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so everyone hates Rio. I liked her. I thought she's a little Sailor Moon in real yeah. life. She definitely you know? did have that, and I'm sure she has like a huge fan base. But, um, but you know what? You know, it's like they probably took a chance and made her their first champion, and that's you know that's good too because you never know. And now people know her because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the women's division, I feel like Dr. Britt Baker tore it up. That promo is incredible. The Whataburger promo was so good. <laughs> yeah, her promo work in the last three weeks alone has gotten so much better. That first promo she did as a heel was real rough, and then they cut it off and went to commercial. She's really forming a character. <laughs> oh, yes. No, I took a note about that. What did I say? I said... Uh, I can't find it, but she called them like Whataburger faces or something. And I was just like, that is genius. Oh, and she memorized all these dental terms. Like she could name the different molars. So fun fact, she's an actual dentist in real life. What? Yeah. yeah, As an indie wrestler, to make her living, she was an actual real dentist by day. She put herself through dental school. So that's kind of her, her shtick is that she's an actual dentist. And they are just hamming that up. Oh, yeah. She called them chubby Whataburger faces. Love that. <laughs> so good. So why do people hate her so much? What's the deal? I think it's just because she, like, is one of those classic heels who will, like, talk shit about, like, the hometown, wherever they are that night. And she talks, she kind of talks down to the announcers, which is is hilarious. But, you know, it's like a, it's like a bad guy thing to do, which is great. So in the yeah, f- she really owns that. She really did. And about a month ago, she turned heel, being bad guy in wrestling terms. Her first promo where she talks on the mic and, and insults everyone was, like, really bad. She got heat from that. She also, I think, used that. And each week she's gotten better. So I think people boo her because, like, oh, she's bad on the mic. But each week she gets better. Oh. So, so it's just actually, bad in terms of delivery. Yeah, she's terrible on delivery, but she's gotten so much better <laughs> in the last month. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Like last night she, was I incredible. Was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I thought no, she like, 
really owned it. And it's actually, she sounded like she had really studied, like she was ready for that. She was ready to go. It's actually probably will be studied in wrestling school for like, okay, literally a month ago, her heel promo was so bad that she just like bombed and they cut to commercial. That's how bad it was. But she's oh, like improved no. so much in four weeks, which is so hard to do. So yeah. I mean, wow. Just four weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. It was incredible to see that transition. She's just getting better and better each week, which is really fun to watch. Uh, I think, and that's a hard, that's a hard role to play too, is to be the bad guy. Yeah. And she just owns it. She just leans into it. Yeah. Both roles are, both roles are hard in their own way. Cause if you're a good guy, it's almost harder. Cause you're like, oh, how can I make these people like me? Cause people automatically just kind of want to be like, mm, what's this person going to deliver? What are they going to give me? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's probably easier to be the bad guy then. Just talk shit to the audience. Yeah, but you got to be good <laughs> yeah. at that. Turn too. them against you. You got to be good at that too. I'll send you. A, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'll send you a YouTube file of her first promo, and it is brutal. People are just booing her because it's like, like, we need to move on. This is, it's you know, it's like a stand-up comedian bombing. Very similar. Yeah. Parallel lives. When you watched AEW Dynamite, what were you most invested in? Like, was there something where you were just like, oh, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm just going to watch. Like, what is happening? This is nuts. I mean, I was pretty much, I was watching it all the way through. But, um, I mean, right out the gate, Scorpio Skies, like, my number one. He's my boo, you know? <laughs> wow. How about that? Yeah. He's, he's fine. He's going to bring in the ladies, you know? He's bringing in the female audience. And I think that's important. Yeah. Oh, huge important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Harry, you have a story he... about Scorpio Sky. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, it's... tell me. Uh-oh, I hope it's good. It's nothing terrible. So him and his crew are called SoCal Uncensored or SCU. And whenever they come out, they're supposed to be good guys, but they're like, their whole deal is that they say, this is the worst town I've ever been in. But they say it with a smile on their face. And they never explain why it's the worst town. So I tweeted at him once. I'm like, hey, man, can you guys just, like, explain what you mean? Because this is just, like, you're, like, trying to make it into a catchphrase, but you're being negative, And you're supposed to be, like, smiling. It doesn't make any sense. And he goes, oh, go watch Being the Elite, which is their, like, YouTube show. And I'm like, do I have to watch 182 episodes of a YouTube show to find out what this means? It's, that's insane. Do yeah. people get that? Like, the diehards that follow him? I mean, I think there are a lot of diehard people who are just kind of, like, oh, they're yelling at the thing at the audience for us to chant. We're going to chant with them. They don't really pay attention to what it's saying or what yeah. the meaning is. Yeah. No, you need something that's a catch-all. But, I mean, he's fine. I liked, I liked yeah, watching that. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Did you, Kevin, I messaged you and told you he uh, looked at my story this evening. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't see that. I gotta oh, well. That. Isn't that very exciting? How about that? I don't know why he doesn't follow me, but I tagged you in my story, Kevin, and then he uh, watched my story. So, whoa, that's that's my in with Scorpio Sky. Holy shit, that's weird. <laughs> on the on the one, does he follow you? He must follow you. I didn't think so, but maybe. Yeah, the um, TBT post. Oh, holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I will watch any of his shows because he's he's nice to look at all and right that, uh... he's a very handsome man yeah and this is another reason <laughs> you don't why... get that you don't get that pov too much on on your podcast do you no this no but <laughs> I I love, a, a I, lady's take i love the lady's take was I there anybody it. else that you found hot 
There are tons of hot dudes in WWE. I'll tell you that much right now. Good name, 10. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what your type is. I mean, Jericho's fine. He's he's still got it going on. Oh, interesting. He's got that weird caved-in chest. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jericho does look good. Like, I mean, for 47 or whatever he is, like, he's still rocking it. Like, I hope I... I don't even resemble his body now and i hope i look like that when i'm 47 <laughs> i need well, to get out got some work to do if we ever want to be even close to that yeah jericho did an amazing he has an amazing hair plug job like most hair plugs look shitty he definitely got hair plugs when he went to AEW. <laughs> yeah, awesome. i was wondering what that was if it was a hair plug situation or if it was like a michael jackson like wig situation i wasn't sure but it yeah. looks great no it looks good that's a thing it's i know he got work done but it looks good no he's he's still got it going on i'd say those are probably my top two let's see just looking at my notes here <laughs> um i was trying to figure out what was going on with dustin rhodes right like he's this like darth maul looking dude Yes, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, I had a feeling you'd be confused about that, but I just want to let that roll when he came out because he does have a very confusing look. Austin was his hometown, right? So everyone was like, "Oh, he's gotta, he's gotta bring this home." Yeah. So he had a uh, he. I don't know if you remember old school WWF days, but there was a character named Gold Dust. No. So he's been around forever, and he. I don't actually know why he paints half of his face, but Goldust used to paint his full face, and I think he's just kind of... This is what he used to look like. Yeah, that's him probably 15 years ago. To be honest, his character doesn't really match how he dresses in the ring. I think he's just so used to face painting himself that he just does it. Because he could just be Dustin Rhodes and and be fine. Like, And his promo is really good that he cut on uh, Jake Hager. Oh, I love that. that was really I, I want to see them fight so badly because I hate Jake Hager. With yeah, such a and he called him out for not wrestling and being there for you know since the beginning and stuff. That was really good. I thought that was great. Did uh... oh, was he? He was he was giving shit to Jericho's little henchman, right? Right. Yeah. That dude, or not? Not little, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't he, think that guy's like hot? Do you think? Boy. Do you think he was hot? No. He's like no. Too, he's like... too. He's too preppy and like he doesn't have anything to contribute. Mm. <laughs> you need someone with with a point of view you know yeah no i i get that i'm gonna have to rewatch that scorpio sky match like i just i overlook that guy i overlook scu a lot but they did have a really good tag match that opening match was fun the thing is scorpio sky is the best part of that meanwhile you have yeah frankie kazarian who's like the poor man's version of randy orton and then christopher daniels is just like He's trying to be like the cool dad, like the cool stepdad. That's actually really true. If you had to pick a favorite wrestler after this one episode, this is the only episode of wrestling you ever watched. Was there anybody that stuck out to you? Hmm. Besides Scorpio Sky and all of his Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, Scorpio Sky because he's hot. Um... But as like a character, like if you're watching, pretend like, you know, if you're watching like a TV show, you just tune into yeah. like the new Netflix show and you're like, see one episode. Probably Jungle Boy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has even though he lost, but he is nimble as fuck. I mean, he's just bouncing all around. I I really enjoy him, and he's the one that I have seen live. We oh, saw yeah. him when he was with. He went up against David Arquette. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's which right. was intense. That was such a good um, match. 
I wish I oh. was not like 110% wasted that night. That was oh, yeah, you were like, so drunk that night. <laughs> I think actually both of you guys, I was just like, whoever I could find, I would just lean on you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a good time. But that was a really touching match, though, because David Arquette said some really nice stuff about his dad, which was sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That but, got me right in the heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, bar wrestling really takes you through all the emotions. It's an emotional roller coaster, really. It does. Jungle Boy's a good pick because that guy's character arc could be huge. If AEW lasts for a long time, I feel like that guy's got some mileage on him. He could really yeah. become a star on that show. Yeah, he's on a good path, right? I, I feel like he's got a really solid totally, following. Totally. I like I like him a lot. And he's got like a very specific character because that's that's what I think people want when they watch is like they want to know who the character is, what they can expect from them, the specific moves they do. All of that, you know, they don't want to be surprised. They they want to root for who they know. Did you find yourself enthralled with the matches or did you ever find yourself getting bored? Because there were a lot of longer matches on that show. No, I mean, they're all pretty interesting watching it throughout. I think the funniest thing for me, like the thing that keeps me interested is just like keeping an eye out for all the little details like not just the fights i mean i was so confused there's a guy in like a scooby-doo outfit just about oh, yeah. to mention that, guy. that guy stole the show for me he was just in a scooby-doo <laughs> show and he was reacting to everything did do they do that on purpose like just be in the craziest fucking outfit they can yeah especially in AEW. i think he had the perfect spot for it too i mean he was front and center oh my god that was so good there's a guy that goes to every big wwe show and Harry and I are always frustrated with this guy because he wears a bright neon green shirt. And he, it's like you know it's a big show because he's front and center exactly where Scooby-Doo was sitting, but he doesn't react to anything. You're like, what is this guy doing? Like, he paid so much money to sit in the front row, and he doesn't react to anything. And Harry, like, legitimately hates this guy. He'll, like, get legit fired up when he sees this guy. It's like SummerSlam is WWE's biggest show of the summer. Fireworks go off. They pan across the thing. That's him right there. Oh, shit. This yeah, guy. Yeah. They pan across the crowd. He doesn't clap. He doesn't do anything. He just Very... sits on his fucking hands and doesn't do shit. And he also has... It's, there's a smiley face on this bright neon green shirt. And he's got a soul patch like a like a bum. <laughs> Ugh. Well, I'm not surprised by the soul patch. But yeah. he's got to have like a fan account. Like a fan meme account Yeah, somewhere. I think he's on Twitter like a uh, smiley face guy or something like that. Smiley yeah, face it's... neon... It's I mean, but, you know, it's like uh, when I worked on Tosh.0, my boss sat next to him at a Raw event, and he asked him, he's like, hey, why? how are you always here? And he said he won the lottery, and he's spending his money going to the big WWE show. So it's like, you know what? I guess if that's the case, do what you want. But you could also dress in a Scooby-Doo costume and go fucking nuts and steal the show. You can literally wear anything you want and sit anywhere. Why does he have to sit in that same place every time and wear that bright green Stupid shirt. Wear a wrestling t-shirt like a normal wrestling fan. Because it annoys people like you, and he clearly didn't get enough attention yeah. as a child. We're spending like, a yeah. long time talking about the dude, so he's doing Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> I didn't know about this guy until you told me about him, yeah, Kevin. I do point him out to all my hardcore wrestling fans. I'm like, God, I, now I can't unsee that guy. He's everywhere. He's always there. Did you guys Did you guys catch the uh, guy in the Jesus outfit? Oh, I did. I saw a picture of it on Twitter. 
You see that, Harry? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I saw. Was he on? Was he on Scooby Doo's side, or he was like hard cam side, right? No, yeah, he was. He was more like hard left. Someone, uh, one of the wrestlers, kind of like fell into him, but he was right there in front. And I was like, was that Jesus? God, it's so good. Just casual Jesus hanging out. I mean, I love that people just go all out wearing costumes in the audience. Oh, me too. Uh, Joe Joe wore a costume. Our buddy Joe Clark, who did, co-hosts this podcast, he wore a costume with a bunch of his friends in like front row to a show once. And all of him and his friends were like pulled backstage and told they had to wear these WWE t-shirts that like security threw at them. So he had to put on a gold dust shirt that he didn't even buy. Just because they were going to throw them out otherwise. And that's the exact difference between AEW and WWE. If somebody dressed like Jesus going to WWE, like corporate would not have that. Yank him out. I don't know. They seem a little Jesus-y over at WWE. They might be down with that. Yeah. That's pro- yeah you never know. That's a good point. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, what costumes would you guys wear if you had the option? That's a good question. I'd probably go as uh, Paul Bear from the WWF. Yeah. Pull up a, pull up a picture of that. Pull up a picture of Paul Bear. Well, I was him for Halloween. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pull up a picture of the real Paul Bear and then your Halloween costume because he Harry crushed it this past Halloween. But I oh, like God, this I guy. It. Yeah. So this guy, oh, he yeah. was Undertaker's manager in the early '90s, and then that there's Undertaker. Yeah, so good. So yeah, good. That's dope. This is great for uh, an audio medium. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that listens to this will know who Paul Bear is. Or they have the power oh, yeah. of Just Google it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You guys need an Instagram page, then you can link to your Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And you got an urn in your hand. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, you and Olivia killed that. I think I would. I, don't know, I, I feel like if you're going to be in the audience, you need something super eye catching, right? I, That's true. Yeah. I'd probably I think, be like Macho Man. Yeah. I think Scooby Doo is genius because like dressing <laughs> going cosplay but at a wrestling show but not wrestling is so funny to me like scooby-doo was like that's my hero yeah i like the scooby-doo outfit only because he had this giant scooby-doo head that just blocked everyone's view and that's just <laughs> such an asshole I mean, move to do you know those people who wear those like blow up t-rex outfits like that's what you need something super yeah. obnoxious that takes up all this space, blocks everyone around you. You just give no fucks at all. <laughs> That's, right That's what we'll do. Really good. <laughs> and it's almost like a nod to Luchasaurus, too, if you wear the T-Rex outfit. Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, it's a very good point. That's I love point. Luchasaurus. Oh, my God. He made, he made a little appearance. I was, and like, Marco excited Stein. Luchasaurus came down, Marissa, because I was like, oh, Marissa will know who he is, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. Love the looch. Love the looch. I mean, he's so good. I don't know. Who knows where he's the... He's just one of those that, like, really commits to it, too. You know? He's got the green tongue, the greasy hair. Right. Has anyone ever seen what he looks like underneath the mask? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he used to be a, a regular unmasked wrestler in, in NXT, which is WWE's, like, smaller show. And occasionally, if you, like, hang out long enough in, like, the back areas of bar wrestling, you can, like, see him just, like unmasked just hanging out sweaty watching his friends wrestle okay i'm gonna have to do that i'll, I'll sneak in the back sometime he'll just like hang out with, like in the audience but i mean now he doesn't go there anymore he signed to aw so he just doesn't have time oh he's a big shot now that's how it goes yeah they they uh they really cleaned out house in la so many of those guys just left for aew 
Yeah, I feel Who like else? yeah, bar wrestling really snatched up everyone. I gotta pee really quick. You guys keep talking. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, yeah, so Jungle Boy and Mujasaurus. SCU is now strictly there. Even one of the referees, this guy Rick Knox, he was like a, a oh, mainstay. The ball guy. Yeah, he was a mainstay in LA wrestling, and he's full time AEW. Um, so that means they're not doing any bar wrestling stuff anymore. Yeah, I mean they might occasionally yeah. do independent wrestling shows, but for the most part, it's it's pretty heavy on uh, AEW stuff. But damn, it's incredible how they move up. I mean, they've worked so hard for it, you know, as they should. They don't want to be doing independent wrestling shows forever. Yeah, you can only put your body on the line for a hundred bucks for so long. <laughs> is that how much the paycheck is? A hundred I mean, bucks. It. I mean, honestly, it's it's probably not far off for some people. I mean, that show they probably do a little better just because. I mean, like it's like thirty dollars a person. There's like two hundred or so people. But like, if you're going to like a like a a high school gym for a show where there's like twenty people in the audience, sometimes you're making thirty bucks. Like, it's it's rough being in, an independent wrestler. It's like it's like being a stand up comedian. Like sometimes you're just doing a show for free for like the experience, quote unquote. Yeah, the exposure. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. What do you think Joey Ryan's making at the end of the night? I think he makes a decent amount because he he keeps himself very busy doing that. He's traveling well, he every other day. He started the whole bar wrestling thing, right? And yeah, he's so all he, that merch. He started pro wrestling gorilla, which is like the more like serious one that has like title matches and stuff. <clears throat> and he left that for a while, and then came back to LA wrestling to then create bar wrestling, which is so much more like casual. Like they'll never make a championship. They'll like they'll never go that far, from what I've been told. It's just like. It's like fun wrestling shows, whereas like PWG is like, we're going to make each other bleed. We're going to go after a title. We're going to make a big deal about these championships. Like, it's a very different show that he's created, but he, I'm sure he does well. And then, yeah, he's, he's also on TNA's Impact Wrestling. So he's, he's doing pretty well for himself. Like, that's why he doesn't go to WWE. Like, he just, he would be kind of put in a box if he went there, mm -hmm. where he just gets to be his own character on Impact. Yeah, I mean, he seems like he really wants to own his character. I can't imagine anyone changing that character at all. Like, that's what people love him for. Yeah, I think he actually is weirdly going through, like, a character change on Impact where he's, like, almost becoming, like, like a, a goody two-shoes. Like, he, he changed his look. He's wearing, like, a red sweater. I think it's, like, almost like an anti, like, hypersexual gimmick. I'm I'm curious. What? That's yeah. his whole gimmick is to be hypersexualized. I know. Let me see if I can find baby a oil down his speedo, you know, Shoot. that's what the people want. If Joe was here, he would have some two cents on this. That's insane. I didn't know that. I am a fan of look Impact. That's insane to think. And I haven't watched it in 10 years. Impact yeah, so has notoriously is... been bad for years, Maris. This is how he came out, I think, last week on Impact. Oh, no way. No. <laughs> oh. He looks like the creepy pedophile neighbor down the street. Yeah, it's like it's like a wrestling Ned Flanders. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So much better than that. I'm curious. I mean, I have I haven't watched it in six years, but yeah. Man, the more we do this podcast, Harry, the more we talk about impact. It's a sign. I know. I think and I might Joe, have to start watching. Yeah, and Joe's not even here, and Joe's the impact guy. He must still be stuck Damn in track. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was hoping he's going to make a cameo, but... Uh, it is LA, you know? Yeah, 
and he's driving back that's up. That's the from- ultimate LA excuse too, though. Just be like, ah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, he's just Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Watching Impact at home. Yeah. Yeah. Without you. I'm not doing that tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did this episode of Dynamite give you enough incentive to tune back in next week, Marissa? You know what? I'm I feel like I'm more in on the side of the fence of like I would rather see this in real life. Like watching it on TV or streaming it is one thing, yeah. but to be there with the audience and like that's one thing that I love about bar wrestling is to be there with the people chanting and clapping and you know shouting out all the mottos and taglines and everything. That's what makes it so fun for me and that's such a rare experience to do like if you're at one of these shows on this level that's so cool I mean it would just be so fun to be there yeah I mean I I think it's different it's almost like it's the way I feel about um stand-up comedy too it's like I'd rather be there in the audience like experiencing it with everyone and watching some stand-up special that like feels like a laugh track you know a hundred percent I think that's the pro wrestling live and pro wrestling on tv is a whole different beast but there's people that do tune in every single week you know they want to hey, you're looking at watch them. it these two guys yeah you got a lot of time on your hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but it's it is it is really really fun to watch and especially the people that you've watched since the beginning that have come up and have made a name for themselves and are like really refining their character. That's really cool to see. I'm still waiting for AEW to come to LA. Like they had such a, most of their roster is such an LA presence of wrestlers. I'm surprised they haven't done an LA show already. Like the young bucks made their name out here and they are from Rancho Cucamonga. Like why haven't we gotten a show yet? I know that's so true. Where would they, where would they go? What venue would that be? There's some spots, not like directly in Los Angeles, but like you could do like, like in Ontario or something like that. Or like there are like, you can even do like some of the venues that like at like a USC or like a UCLA type thing where like, it's not like a 20,000 like stable center, but it's like more of like an eight to 10,000 seat. Oh, AEW could sell out that basketball stadium at UCLA. No problem. I bet. Because I just went to a UCLA game at that, that uh, arena a couple weeks ago with some friends and i was like this is like a perfect size for an AEW show i know it's weird that they start they started returning to places that they've already been to but they haven't come out to the west coast yet do you think that they just think the coastal states or cities just aren't gonna drive ticket sales i don't i feel like there would be enough people i just maybe it's hard booking the time at certain venues well, especially I in know. L.A., I feel like AEW would kill in L.A. Maybe not the Bay Area, oh, yeah. maybe not San Francisco, but still, L.A. is a really good wrestling market. To... Yeah, that's so weird. I don't know, maybe it's a booking thing or it's too expensive to book the venues out west. Yeah, totally. But overall, <laughs> it, was, it was fun watching AEW, though. Yeah, no, I loved it. I learned so much. I mean, even along the way, I was just, like, taking notes. I'm like, okay, this person is this person. Okay, got this. I feel like I just understand the characters so much more and what goes into each character and, like, how that whole process works with, uh, you know, like beating out one person versus the other and why that happens and why it doesn't happen and it all kind of makes sense now Hmm. i don't know it was just it was just so cool because it's it's one of those things where it's like it's calculated right where like they have to decide 
you know, it's all planned ahead of time, who's going to beat whom, and it all makes sense in the end. And like, you're rooting for one person, you're so invested in it. And then this other person comes out on top and you're like, okay, well, shit, you know, they deserved it. You know, they did a really good job. So it was, again, a roller coaster of emotions. I loved it. Yeah. And you get it too. I feel like for just going to a bar wrestling a few times and then jumping into AEW for an episode, I feel like you totally understand the machine that is wrestling and why people like it and why people don't like it and why people tune in and why it's so popular. But I think bar wrestling helped a lot. Like imagine if you watched AEW and never went to any wrestling show, didn't know anything about it. Yeah. That'd be a whole different beast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can understand the energy of the audience watching it. And that's what makes it so compelling and so interesting. They're so invested in these characters. They know their entire history. They're so invested in them. I get that piece of it entirely having been in that situation live watching these people and that's a really fun piece for me is just watching how passionate the fans are and how invested they are that's really cool i really like that piece of it no there is a fun camaraderie and community to it which is you know like why i think we do this kind of thing is talk about it on a podcast that we just made up four weeks ago well (laughs) yeah and there's like a silliness to it it's like it's kind of like we're all a part of the community because like we're all in on the joke almost but we're also invested in these characters I mean like I told you Kevin I think it's to me wrestling is just drag for straight men like it's so interesting and funny and it pulls at every kind of emotion that you have the costumes are great. The makeup is great. The hair is great. All of that stuff is everything that comes together to create this like super compelling performance. And that's what people want. And they watch it like they believe in it, like like they're there with them, which is so cool to see. And that's what any kind of performance or show should be. You know, it should draw people in. A live production television show with so many moving parts, so many elements to it. I mean, it. From that perspective, it's like you can't touch it. It's like the best live production TV show you can find. That's on a mm-hmm. weekly basis. It's insane. There's so much I need to catch up on now. Now that yeah. I know there's, what, 20 hours a week I need to, well, that's the <laughs> to thing. watch. That's the thing. Would you come back and uh, review a Raw or a SmackDown or an NXT or a pay-per-view? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, 100%. Because I think it helps to have that context of the different layers of it. Yeah, I'd love for you to watch an NXT now. And that'll be way easier. We won't have to spend 13 hours sending files because it'll get uploaded on the (laughs) WWE Network and I'll just give you my account so you can check it out there. Hell yeah, I'm down. And Raw Raw and SmackDown go on Hulu if you have Hulu. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's perfect. Yeah, Tuesday you could watch Monday nights raw. So maybe we'll have you do that. But I wanted you to start with AEW and then you can check out NXT because they go head to head on, on Wednesdays. So it'll be really interesting to see which show, you know, you find more interesting. So it'd be fun to have you back on and do that. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I loved AEW because it's wrestlers that I, most of them that I know and that I've seen. And now I'm just studying up on the rest of them. So I'm just getting up to speed with you guys. I got to do some study. I'll be right back. I'm going to grab my, my computer charger. Sweet. Awesome. This is the commercial break, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
where you talk about the sponsors. Yeah, this show is brought to you by Stamps.com. What other popular (laughs) podcast sponsors are there? Uh, Oh, God, I listen to so many podcasts. There's a lot of... And now I don't know what you're listening to. There's a lot of um, uh, HelloFresh. Oh, yeah, HelloFresh is a good one. The promo code wrestling 10 for twenty dollars off your first order yeah yeah um hello fresh did we get a hello fresh sponsorship yeah go to hello fresh and type in wrestle patia for a uh 20 first order discount do not listeners because you absolutely will not get that (laughs) (laughs) they'll actually charge you 20 percent more yeah Thanks for joining us, Maris. That was awesome. I'm so happy. I hope you come yeah. back again and again and again. I will. I will. Hopefully, I'll be that reoccurring character that comes in that's like, what the hell is happening? Oh, yeah. I don't see why not. I don't see why that would be a problem <laughs> at all. What else, Harry? Anything else you want to hit? Uh, Yeah, we're getting WrestleMania next year in Hollywood. That's true. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, WrestleMania just announced at the new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, but they're calling it WrestleMania Hollywood. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, you you can't realistically do WrestleMania in Hollywood as close as we're going to get because they're not moving to the Staples Center, so it's yeah. our best option. Yeah, and good on WWE. That's one thing they do is they knock out that big stadium before Super Bowl gets there. Oh, yeah, and I'm all about it because it's a month before I'm getting married, That's making be... that my bachelor party. It's gonna be. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a good time. That whole weekend's going to be batshit crazy. Yeah, I plan on doing a lot of blow and uh, drinking a lot. Oh, good yeah. lord! That's your that's your vibe all the way, right? And, uh, yeah, I'm such a blow. Oh. I'm such a cocaine guy. It's insane. Just yeah. mushrooms. Just mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. acid all the way. Nothing else. Just rum yeah, on just ice. Do a bunch of Molly and just and dance around all day for seven hours. <laughs> I mean, I, I cannot would... imagine doing acid and going to WrestleMania. I would cry yeah i too much i think maybe if wrestlemania is two nights maybe one night i think i would throw up on someone if i had to if i did hard drugs and went to wrestlemania <laughs> back to the throw up conversation yeah sorry exactly <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a good like a, a sign off for every episode it's like and to recap like what was your favorite thing that happened this week or some shit like that you know <laughs> Harry, what happen. was the thing that gave you a stomach ache this week <laughs> stomach ache corner uh, <laughs> i ate too much dairy and i had to go to the Whoa, <laughs> listen to that inner jewish coming out um but yeah i think that's about it i mean we've got nxt takeover on sunday which should be an awesome show well i think that's uh i think that's pretty good for for this episode what do you guys think you can't you can't sign off your episodes like that kevin How should, <laughs> what should i do what should i do you gotta help me out you could you need a tagline like, um, I mean, like, oh, like the f- my favorite murder is so great. It's like a stay sexy, don't get murdered. It's like, a- how about we watch wrestling and so can you? Okay. There's, a, we, there's a podcast though called We Watch Wrestling. Yeah, that's true, and it's a really gimmick. popular one too. And that's a good point. Yeah, we'll workshop it, listeners. Just tweet us, Instagram us, let us know what should our tagline be. Marissa, do you have anything you want to promote before we sign off? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, my book's coming out. Um, no, absolutely nothing. <laughs> what would your Follow book be about? Me. 
Oh, my book would be um, Scorpio Sky and Marissa Betancourt, A Love Story. That's Ooh, what it would be. Sounds steamy. I'm in. Oh, yes. so like, what are the, what are those books called? Um, what is the what are the romance? Novels. Yeah, romance novels. Yeah, very Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I'll pitch him on that idea and see if he's willing to go in on it. But oh, cool. Yeah, I dig it. I think that's a good one. Um, follow me at Marissa Bet one R one S. That's it. <laughs> Dude, I'll unfollow and then follow you. Please, I would appreciate is, that. Thank is you that so on much. Twitter or Instagram? <laughs> Instagram, Twitter's there not a go. thing. I don't, I don't do Twitter. I was gonna yeah, ask you why. You're you better do? off. Twitter's awful. Twitter's awful. Snapchat's done. So, well. I'm gonna log off on this thing. Been a great chat. Yeah, Marissa, did you have I fun? Will you will have you will come back, right? Soon. Yeah. Have me back, please. I'm down. Anytime. Um, yeah, thank you for doing the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate everything you did and putting up with my file sending at like midnight last night. That was incredible. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was so fun. I had a couple glasses of whiskey and I was tuned in and ready. So anytime. That's why I love you. You are one of the good ones. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then next time we'll make sure Joe's with us. If that guy's still in traffic, yeah. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah, he still doesn't respond to my text, so he might be out of commission for the night. Yeah. Oh fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm just kidding. I don't know him. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, exactly. Tell him I said that. He's gonna listen to this and be like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> Excellent. Podulator. Pod you later. later. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Nice. She was a good guest. Where the fuck is Joe? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm going to go back to watching Flavor of Love. Do it. Tell Olivia I said hi, and uh, I will. we shall Tell be Tell Jen I say the same. I will, indeed. All right, okay. dude. Good stuff. I'll put this together and post it tomorrow morning. Later. See ya. Bye. Bye. And there you have it, episode four of WrestlePodia. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Marissa Bedford. You are a fantastic guest. Please come back anytime. In fact, you should definitely come back all the time. Harry Walner, thank you so much for joining us. Joe, I hope you got home safe. We missed you again, buddy, but we'll see you next week. And for all you out there, thanks for listening. Enjoy NXT TakeOver Portland, and we'll talk to you next week.